Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Take Time Out with Ash and Fies. Hey, Fies. Hi, Ash. I can't believe that we're in the last episode of the 30s. I can't believe we're going to be 40 episodes in, like, on our next episode. Uh, and we were just talking just before we kind of started recording that in 13 episodes time, we will hit the one-year mark of us actually starting this podcast. Absolutely incredible. And it seems like it's flown. I know, right? Oh, my God, hasn't it just? Like you said, this is the last chapter of the 30s. Like, we're heading into our 40th episode shortly. And again, like we say it every time, but thank you so much, people listening. Thank you, Fires, for showing up. And I was reading this week about consistency and how when you plant a seed, you don't keep checking it every day and, like, every minute to make sure that it's growing. You water it, you take care of it, you nurture it, and it grows. And that's exactly what we're doing here. And it's amazing to see us do exactly that and put that practice like into, into action. And yeah, I'm really, really proud of us. So thanks so much. I'm so proud of how far we've come. And like, not only that we have a podcast in the top 3% worldwide, which we do, mm-hmm. but the confidence that it's grown within us. And I think it's been a huge personal development uh, kind of tool for both of us in the growth that it's kind of allowed us to experience. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Because like we say all the time, right, that like we're learning too. And I wouldn't be half as confident on here. And I'm sure you're the same, Fires, as we wouldn't be this confident if we didn't do our own homework as well and we weren't working on ourselves because we're evolving, aren't we, constantly as individuals, as society, everything. So we're never done learning. We always continue to grow and continue to develop. So that's exactly right, exactly, exactly right. Um, I'm really looking forward to this one as well because I don't think we've dived into this topic today as deep in the past maybe or we've figured out I've definitely figured out some new stuff and it's something that I continue to work on in terms of evolving and it's something that I'm by far like not perfect on and you can vouch for that as well as you've known me for a long time but um yeah it's going to be it's going to be a good one do you want to introduce it do you want to talk about what it is that we're going to go into I just think it's quite an important topic in how you deal with social elements how you deal with life, how you deal with creating peace for yourself as well and how you kind of evolve through finding that peace um, in your life. And I just think it's a huge part of everyday life and I think it's such an important topic to talk about. And I agree, we haven't actually gone into the depths of what we're about to on and around this topic. So I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, so we're going to go into protecting our peace, protecting our energy and how to um, get the best almost out of uncomfortable situations. How can we lead from the front? Because obviously they're going to come up. We're going to be challenged. We're going to be like triggered by people, by things, by situations. And yeah, of course, nobody's perfect. So we're never going to respond or react hint one at the first part of the conversation coming up, right? (laughs) We're never going to do things perfectly every single time, but if we can put into practice what we're learning and help other people who are listening along the way, maybe take something out of this too and help them, like, protect their energy, like we say, that's a job well done on our part, right? Like, we're doing something good, good there. Definitely, but I also feel like it's important for us to kind of be strong enough to walk away from situations where it's not going to serve us Mm. but it's not also going to benefit other people as well because some people may not be ready for your input Mm -hmm. they may not be ready for your help so it, it it a lot of 
the conversation or part of the conversation that we're going to have today is about how we cord cut yeah. or how we really truly act on being the CEO of our life and and allowing to promote and demote people from your life that the ones promote the ones that that serve us that mm. make us feel good that actually allow us to prosper but demote those that actually have a negative impact on our life so I'm quite looking forward for us to actually getting in to this conversation to kind of bring examples of real life experiences that we've both gone through and the growth yeah. that we've seen and how we can help our listeners with that yeah 100 there's a lot there so we'll make a start with it in terms of trying to keep it as simple as we can we don't want to overcomplicate it do we these these kind of things can overlap they can kind of get messy and that's just part of personal development it's never perfect right and that's the key that's mm-hmm. the key out of this so in terms of this, Faiz, I have a question for you to, to round it off with how you go about, if you are triggered by something or something comes up that you're really not happy about or comfortable, what is your go-to? Do you react straight away? Do you send a message back to whatever's happened? Do you make it known how you're feeling? Or do you kind of st- take a step back, think about it and go into a quiet corner to really process what's going on? How, how, do, you handle, how do you handle that? I think had you asked me a few years back, I would have been one that would have taken something personal. Like if someone was kind of sending me a message, mm. I would have kind of reacted straight away. I would have kind of gone in fires blazing and kind of taken it as an attack. Yeah. But with me having done so much work on myself, and an example would be last year, um, a relative of mine, kind of, well, my brother, uh, was very kind of just hostile with me our relationship kind of took a turn uh, a downward turn last year because uh covid hit adult siblings living under the same roof uh because that that's what covid kind of created for us and it just created a huge dent in our relationship it just felt like verbal attacks constantly from my brother and it got to a point uh, last year that he kind of really made it uncomfortable to, for me to kind of be living in the same space mm. but the way that I dealt with that was silence and kind of just allowing myself to remove myself from that situation and although it was difficult for me to do because of not react and not say something it, and Often I question myself, should I actually be sticking up for myself? Am I devaluing myself mm. by sticking by it? Mm. And it, it just, it got to a point where me removing myself from the situation was sh- showing strength. Absolutely. It allowed me to feel stronger because it allowed me to say, I'm not going to react to something which is an issue that you have with yourself. Mm-hmm. I had to recognize that it wasn't me, but it was him. And then come December... He actually came and apologized by me removing myself from the situation. He apologized and he actually admitted that it was him, not me. And to be honest, since we had that conflict last year, we have been the best of friends. Like we've not actually uh, had any kind of dispute. Mm -hmm. We've actually understood one another. We've connected. We actually have open conversations and we actually understand each other. So for me to kind of remove myself from the situation and not react to the verbal abuse that he was throwing at me Mm. allowed me to kind of allow him to have that time to kind of think he hasn't reacted. Why? 
I've said something quite harsh, so it's allowed him to go inwards, which has then resulted in the apology. So, so sometimes not reacting can be just as powerful yeah. as actually having the last word because the last word, what is that going to actually serve? Boom. That's so well said. So well said. What came up for me as I was listening to that story as well, which is an amazing story. So thank you for sharing it because it, I'm sure there's so many people, maybe not in exactly the same circumstance, but in some way, shape or form can totally relate, whether it's work, home, siblings, partners, parents, anything, right? It, it happens and it's so common. And I think from your side there, your brother was clearly after rea- after a reaction, they were trying to push the buttons and that happens. People do that. Like we all do, I think as well, when nobody's perfect and we all do try it at some point. So that was a huge one. And the fact that you took that time out, hey, pun, like if you took that time out for yourself and you took a step back and just, you know, realized that it wasn't you and it was just you know what my peace is my priority I love that saying it's like my peace is my priority and what are you really going to get out of reacting straight away that's a huge question when you're in those moments so I'm proud of you for recognizing that and so glad that you and your brother came to a place of you know he apologized you're now you now get on really really well and I'm so so proud of you of you for that so that's amazing and it just brings about the next point that we were going to go into about the reacting and the responding and the place in between so so often when we're in these situations and you can vouch for this one totally and my family who will probably listen will as well they call me a firework sometimes at home (laughs) like because I'll literally if something happens or someone says something or I'm triggered boof, I'm off, like, boof, gone, and it's literally, I'll just get triggered, and then I'll get into, like, a negative, like, space, I'm not angry ever, really, but I will, like, I'll complain about something, I'll say something that I might regret, and then notice very quickly, and then feel bad about it, but I am very, very, or usually I'm quite quick to respond, and it's something that I really want to work on myself, and just remember that you don't have to react straight away, you can always take a pause. And I think that's really, really important and like can save you so much energy and um, save relationships, I think, sometimes too. It saves arguments, it saves negative interactions just by having that time and space in between. And the big difference of reacting means straight away and what are you really going to get out of that? Sometimes, like you say, it is important too if it means defending yourself in an important situation but it's almost like, what's it worth, right? So if it's in a, in a board meeting and someone takes your idea or whatever and you're like, uh, that's not true and you have to react to and that someone's putting you down, it's like, actually, that's not factually correct. You have to raise your voice. You have to say something. Whereas if it's just your pride and it's your ego talking and getting in the way and shooting in there to defend your pride pretty much and it's coming from a selfish place, that's a little bit different right and sometimes like you've said there as well you have to take that step back to really just think on it think about sort of what the benefit is of speaking up and what the desired outcome of that interaction is going to be right it's usually easier on message because you can take that time you do not have to reply straight away or you put it into a note to like almost brain dump it but don't actually send it And you come back to it after a bit of time or after a night's sleep or after going for a walk, after cooking a meal, after speaking with a friend, anything. Just that I think that that space is is actually vital in most situations, really. 
I think it's also important to recognise how you communicate it. Mm. I think sometimes, or the method of communication, sometimes a text message may misconstrue a message that you're trying to send. So for me personally, I would actually prefer to speak to someone Mm. uh, and talk it through because that allows you to kind of really understand someone's tone, someone's body language, and it allows you to empathize as well. And and it just allows you to reconnect where there's a mixed message. I think connection is so important where there's conflict in a relationship or uh, in a working relationship or in just in general where you've just had a mixed message that's gone wrong Mm. just talking it through and just actually empathizing and really understanding where each other's coming from can just ease the situation and i know in these day and ages facetime is just the easiest way to kind of just pick up the phone have a face-to-face conversation and just ease that 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 tension that's been caused by a mixed message that may have gone wrong 100% and you've hit the nail on the head with the next part about um, compassion and empathy beautiful I'm there like doing yes so correct so correct empathy because so many so much of the time that's all we really want is to just be understood right and that is such a powerful place when it comes to uncomfortable or negative situations arguments um, bad energy around something having understanding is just icing on the cake and I'm really trying to put that into practice now as well with any sort of situation if something's wrong it's not about proving the other person wrong or being so hard on myself and trying to be right if that makes sense and being so stubborn I think so much I've seen it on like um, I think Radhi Jay Shetty's wife posts it sometimes too and I was like yes this is exactly what I'm putting into practice right now as well and it's if your opinion fires uh, like say you have an opinion on something and it's like I don't know my favorite color is red <laughs> I don't know. um so if you say your favorite color is red and my favorite color is blue it's not about trying to say you're wrong it's not about you telling me that I'm wrong and that I'm right and and having that sort of relationship with it it's about understanding okay so why is this your opinion what is that 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 mean what is it that it means to you and I'll ask the same thing and then you get a mutual understanding so you're never going to change the person's mind because I think that's so manipulative and hard to do and it's actually quite you know it's a it's a horrible trait to have I think manipulation because it's trying to change someone it's changing someone's Mm -hmm. mind yes educate that's different but if you're trying to force your opinion on somebody else without them understanding it's going to be very very difficult so it's about taking that time to understand each other's point of view and then maybe agreeing to disagree. And if you can do that from a place of empathy, compassion and diffuse the situation by just understanding, it absolutely changes the game. I agree there. And I think, I just think for me personally, connection is so important. Mm. Like being able to connect where there's a disagreement is powerful because that's where the understanding comes in that's where the empathy comes in because if you're if you do not have a connection with someone it's always going to be disconnected there's even if you agree to disagree there's always going to be that negativity as part of that conversation that's going to be left and 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 the thoughts are going to be quite negative as well so try and work on a connection with someone try the understanding comes through connecting with someone and kind of relating to the situation so for instance i've got an example at work um 
the company that I work for, we always have a survey yearly, twice a year, on making the place that we work the best place to be um, for its employees. And one of the things that came up was um, opinions and feedback from employees that people were not listened to. And one of the employees was so negative around that and the the senior manager came up with a uh, an example of what they wanted to bring in and i'd experienced it was called a listening group so i've been in a listening group with a hr director uh, and this was after, straight after covid as soon as working from home had kind of started mm-hmm. so i'd experienced that and i had such a positive experience by providing feedback and having that feedback taken on board and it being acted on. Um, So he was very negative about this, this new approach that my manager wanted to bring in and, and how they wanted to adapt that listening group into a smaller element, but just specific for the area that we worked in. So um, he was very negative. We all listened, but it negativity, like a voice of negativity, negativity in a working environment especially in a team meeting can be quite detrimental to other people and the morale and the energy levels mm-hmm. as well so, so it gave me an opportunity to kind of not only just understand where he was coming from because I explained that when I first joined the listening group I was quite dubious because at, at the company that I work for mm-hmm. There's an element of, yes, you can put your feedback across, but as most corporate companies, whether that's acted on, it's not necessarily something that they follow through with. Sure. So uh, so I kind of said, yes, that, that I had that dubious thought. Mm. But when I actually was a part of these groups, the feedback was acted on because it helped with the way that we're working at home because that was the big thing we were having struggles with the equipment we were having struggles with the system and adapting uh and kind of having something that really felt that it was worthwhile whilst working at home and and it being so up to scratch with what we needed and i was able to provide that feedback and and it was acted on straight away so i used that example in that element of conflict to not only just understand and empathise with where he was coming from, but also provide an example of how this had worked, which mm-hmm. eased tension. And, and he eventually said, OK, so um, who's going to be involved in this group? Is there going to be an element of authority? Who's going to be able to make changes? So he started to kind of ease off with the negativity and he became more open to having a conversation around the solution so it's like you said understanding and empathizing and actually relating to them and forming that connection with where they're at and then giving an example of how it worked so it can move that conversation forward so that's where i think connection and relatability is so important Mm -hmm. to help diffuse the situation but i think it's also so important that the person that you're actually having a conversation needs to be ready to be open to having a conversation and open to other people having a say, if that makes sense, because you may come across people that do not want other people to say, and they just want to be heard. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I think the the biggest point on that is that you're never going to control people. Are you, you're never going to like 
have exactly the same views as everybody in the, in the world. Otherwise, how boring would that be if we all thought like how like the perfect version of us, for example, if we were all the same, how boring would it be? So no, you've got to under like that's what people have got to understand really, isn't it? It's if you bring yourself to a level of compassion, understanding, relatability, all those skills that you mentioned in that story then absolutely that's what's going to help you progress it's not necessarily being on the on the defensive and that comes into a whole new skill of like negotiation and things like that that's a different topic for another day I think but generally speaking as long as there's understanding mutual respect I think is quite important too and that's like I say mutual because it's two-way street isn't it um the fact that we're all welcome to our own opinions we're all welcome to our own views but if we can just try to understand another person's point of view job done that's basically it and anything else to get people on side and to get the best out of it that comes that comes shining through as well and it's 10 times easier when you're empathetic compassionate and um that beautiful beautiful bundle that we talked about then definitely that's ace thanks for that guys Definitely. And I just wanted to kind of finally mention the um, being the CEO of your life, like you're in control of promoting and demoting people out of your life. I think one of the biggest things that I've kind of done is kind of cut out people, cut the cord of people that no longer serve Mm -hmm. me and the people that I don't feel like bring me happiness in my life. And I focus mainly on the people that I love and mainly the people that bring the positive kind of vibes in my life and and it doesn't necessarily mean that you are being selfish or you're being very cruel or you're being not so kind by cutting people out of your life it's you just focusing on your peace Mm -hmm. that makes sense it's like you putting yourself first and you putting the love that you have for you first before anything else and I think that's quite important as well and that it plays a huge part in whether you should react or whether you should kind of get involved in a conflict or kind of it makes you think twice about whether you want to put yourself in a situation that Mm -hmm. may not result in you feeling great as an outcome do you know what I mean yeah big one and I think yeah totally relevant totally totally relevant about the CEO of your own life brilliant yeah it's totally worth remembering because often we forget that don't we as we just kind of go along with everything we forget we're on a bit of an autopilot mode of just allowing things which is great we, we, we love the allowing section but it's almost like you want to be conscious about it and know what's acceptable and what's not acceptable and stand up standing up for yourself having those boundaries in place that we've talked about in previous episodes and being the ceo yes absolutely you choose who you allow in and you are the gatekeeper at the front of your mind if someone is verbally or like mentally maybe like through writing like on messages email anything if people are like attacking you with words um then yeah absolutely you decide what that means to you are you going to allow them to are you going to respond what's the sort of outcome what's the desired outcome of this do you need to step away and just almost refuse like a boomerang with those negative words do they get to the front and go nope they are not coming through I am not um standing up I'm not taking that because that is completely not relevant not okay I do not need that um or can I use this to grow there's there's two ways with that for sure and uh, yeah it's beautiful yeah beautiful way to put it actually just remembering that we're CEO we're in charge we have so much more control than we think and hopefully that we can leave with everybody today to remember that we are yeah we are full of choices it's good to know it's a nice reminder definitely 
definitely it's about asking yourself is you feeling good more important or is allowing yourself to please others and making themselves happy more important so it's it's actually putting yourself and putting the love that you have for yourself first before anything else brilliant perfect and i'd love to end on that one Faz. that's been amazing thanks so much thank you so much loved it and we'll be back next week for episode 4040 whoop whoop <laughs> can't believe it's 40 but thank you so much guys for listening in and yet another amazing episode that that you've allowed us to kind of complete thank you ash for that i'm excited to bring about we'll talk about the challenge that we're setting as well next month so yeah i'm excited to start the new month on a high and we'll be back next week and to reveal more thanks everybody goodbye thank you